Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Wow. Wow. What a year. This is the final episode of 2023, and it has been a journey for me personally, professionally. And I just wanted to highlight a few things for me. And of course, it means the world to hear from you, dear listener. Truly, the the emails I get, the messages, it really means a lot to me to get to know my audience and who's listening because I get surprised sometimes at some of the people that that, uh, are listening. It's like, oh, you're listening to an episode. It is actually helping. So I, I do appreciate that. And please keep it coming. Keep, uh, keep sending the, the notes and the emails so uh, we can keep doing wonderful and fantastic podcasts to help you tackle the most important things in your lives, as well as just to, for me to share. And hopefully you can relate to some of the joy and struggles and uh, pain that, that I go through. Well, this is an episode today, kind of recapping the last year, talking about my financial experiments in particular and what's what's going well what isn't over the years i have i used to do kind of monthly and then quarterly and i've settled on annually just to to update everyone on these different things that i do what are they like what what am i trying to focus on what does the future hold for me in order to help continue to increase my family's net worth and secure a great retirement, and most importantly, to impact the world and, and hopefully make a difference. And really, this this whole podcast in itself is an experiment, an experiment in different ways to increase revenue, different ways to experiment with a business. And uh, I'll tell you, this this podcast has been a labor of love for years and years and years now. This is episode eight, I've or, uh, season eight. I've taken some time off in the past, and frankly, I'm as I as I mentioned last week, I I've kind of been been dealing with a little bit of burnout, and I have to prioritize and figure out what uh, I need to spend the most time on, and to to really hone in focus on the things that matter the most to me. And so I have approached someone about being a co-host with me in the podcast in the new year. And I'm excited about that possibility. Tentatively, the answer is yes, but it's not a inked deal yet, so to speak. And so between that time and now, Basically, what we're going to do with this podcast is we're going to continue to run episodes, but I am going to rerun some old episodes for the next few months. And 
if as I look at the podcast, man, we've had some great guests this last year. I really felt like we're continuing to make an impact. You might notice I have been experimenting within the experiment of what kind of things are people interested in. The number one requested resources, I've now tried some ebooks, checklists, asking people if they want a strategy session. By far, the most requested thing was the tax cheat sheet. So with that that in mind, I am going to plan on doing another one in 2024. The least popular thing has been a strategy session. So I suppose a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, uh, they have a financial person that they are happy with. They feel content in how things are managed. And so you know, I'm probably not going to be asking for such a thing in a long, long time period because you have spoken or not spoken <laughs> with, with uh, kind of what what you seem to want and, and not want. At this particular point, we have now had over 300,000 uh, downloads. Actually, I'm sorry, 500,000 downloads. And in the the last year... We've had 92,000 downloads in the last 12 months. The last month, we've had about 6,600 downloads. So it, it, it means so much to me to have that many people tuning in, downloading my voice, and I hope you find it helpful. What's interesting is some of the numbers are up and down. So on a monthly basis, the downloads are up. So uh, last this last twelve this last month we had sixty six hundred downloads in the last month uh, a year ago that was fifty nine hundred in the last twelve months we've had ninety two thousand downloads as I said the prior twelve months was ninety eight thousand so we've actually decreased in overall downloads even though the last month uh, appears to show growth so that's that's kind of interesting as we compare year over year. So uh, definitely, if you're getting value from this podcast and what I'm doing, let me know. I'm going to plan on continuing it for the next 12 months after we get past some of the old episodes to, to give me some time to focus on some of the stuff we want to focus on. So if you're finding value, please do let me know. It, it means a lot to hear from you. And, and uh, I did get a sponsor in the last year that was a repeat from the prior. I didn't really try to find sponsors and they just so happen to reach out to me. So I feel very lucky and blessed for Locum Story that they're willing to put some advertising dollars, which pays for the cost of this podcast and the editing and whatnot uh, behind that, uh, which otherwise there's, there's no compensation at all from this. Part of under the Freedom Formula brand is I've done books in the past. I've done the Freedom Formula for Physicians, the Young Physician's Guide to, to, to Money and Life, before uh, that, five steps to get out of debt for physicians and, and so on. And I haven't written a book for years. And I don't think I'm going to be planning on doing another book for a long time. There seems to be a lot of people in the education space. Uh, while I enjoy writing, it, it, I'm not prolific enough, um, nor I think do I have the interest at this time to really do books. Uh, I have some old books still here, which I think are, are great and, and very, very helpful to people. So if you're interested in one, let me know. But I'm not planning on doing books on a, the foreseeable future of the next year or two. 
So that that's kind of the Freedom Formula brand. Um, last year, I mentioned I, before I had City Building Kit, which was a mobile gaming kit business acquired through Empire Flippers, and we shut that down. So there's no news for this this year about any of that because that is in the past. The the land business has continued to be a big passion of mine and one that's been a big growth vehicle and one that has um, drastically impacted the wealth of my family, which has been very, very exciting. And so as I look at that business, last year we ended up with about $2 bucks in revenue. And I was hoping this year to get it to about $2.5 million. Now, through October, I'm at about $2.2 million altogether. Uh, or, I'm sorry, I had $1.85 million through October, which is on track for $2.2 million in revenue, uh, which is probably net income of a few hundred thousand. It's a little hard to tell in the books with some of the bookkeeping. In comparison, last year at the same time frame, rather than $1.85 million that I was at January through October, I was at $1.67 so we've had some growth, but it's been my slowest growth year in the six years that I have been doing the land business. I set a sales goal. I wanted us to sell 240 properties in the year. We have done that through the beginning of December, 243. So we're going to exceed. We have exceeded the sales goal. I, w I have been hoping to purchase about a hundred properties for the year as of the beginning of December. We're at 91. So very likely we could fall short of that goal. In the land business, there's been several ways that I've acquired properties. Mailers, tax deed auctions, tax liens being the, the primary three. In the last year, we also started texting. And just a month ago, we started cold calling to try and get leads. And this last year, I really feel has had a lot of frustration, a lot when, when doing these new things, a, a big learning curve. That's been really hard to get over the, the hump for it. We've increased drastically in staff. I've probably hired, we've hired eight, nine, 10, 11 people in the last year, which ha has increased our staff by well over 50%. And I didn't think it would be, I knew it would be a challenge, but I didn't think it would be as challenging as it has been. There's been a lot of communication breakdowns. We have been struggling to hit the desired mail volume that we wanted to do. Uh, we have transitioned from one system to another, um, which a software system, which in some ways they're very, very alike, but in other ways we're making something completely different. In, in addition to that, we got into this whole access scrubbing thing where I have staff look at each and every single property before we mail it out. And it's created this, this big bottleneck that we're not moving at the speed that we wanted to. You see, we, we're at a great place in a lot of ways with 
the number of people paying us monthly. Let's take a pause for a second here and go to our commercial break. I hear all the time from physicians. I wish I learned all this financial stuff in medical school. Yet there doesn't seem to be enough time and the year is now almost at a close. Wouldn't it be great if you could snag a copy of some resource that just made it simple and easy? My friends, as you know, I am committed to increasing your financial knowledge. I am committed to help guide you through the confusing maze of financial decisions with awesome resources that will actually help you. That's why through the end of the year, I have a very special offer for you. You can get a free copy of my ultimate year-end planning checklist. Yep. That's right, free resource right here to help you close out the year. It's pretty much everything you need to think about as this year wraps up. I know the last thing that any of us want to do is be stuck with a big tax bill or forget something that's so easy to do and you just could have done it in a short period of time. So if that's you, text the word checklist, C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T to this phone number, 833-343-2986 to pick up your free copy. Don't let this podcast be like other ones where you've heard some awesome information. You get some new ideas, but you don't actually get anything completed. To snag your copy, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Again, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Now, back to the show. So as of this moment, we have all of these terms contracts where we're doing owner financing, a total of 424. And it was taking more and more work and more and more manpower. And it was creating more and more mistakes at this level of volume where it's like, holy snikes, we are running into all of this work without as much profit. And people, including myself, are feeling more and more stretched. And um, it's leading to, to frustration. And so in the last month, I've been reassessing and working with staff on, hey, let's do this instead of that. They make suggestions. I make suggestions in order to streamline the whole process. And what we're doing is moving away from these cheaper properties, which we still have quite a few. We're still working our way from quite a few. And instead, trying to focus on more expensive properties. So historically, I've been buying stuff for 2000 3000 4000 let's say uh, $10,000 maybe every so often a 15000 or 20000 or uh, $25,000 property but the average has been about $4000 let's say was my average purchase price well i'm trying to move us to have instead our average purchase price be like $20,000 or $25,000 or at least 15000 So uh, adding a significant amount to it, which totally changed 
the kind of properties. And so before we would go back to some of the same areas again and again and again. Well, now we're having to reinvent the wheel and learn about all these new areas and get adjusted on dialing in our systems. And it's, it's, uh, it's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. And some things like texting just haven't worked at all. Now, despite all of these challenges, despite um, some of the frustrations, as you can tell, as I mentioned earlier, we have more revenue than ever before. I've bought and sold my biggest deal. So the we bought for about $80,000 before title costs. We sold for about $210,000 before realtor costs and whatnot. So we netted all in all like $110,000 from that one deal. And, and there was more than that one although that was the biggest one of the bunch. There was quite a few bought for 15, sold for 35, bought for 20, sold for 40, uh, and so on and so on and so on. So we were hitting those, but not at a consistency. It was kind of like, okay, here's a couple here, here's a couple there, here's a couple there, but not at the volume or the goal that I wanted to, which was doing five or six of those uh, a month. And so we're, we're pushing towards that. I think uh, it's going to just become easier as we've gotten through this very painful growth period. And uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing what happens. Um, this year, for the first time ever, my COO in that business, she attended and bought properties at her first ever tax deed auction. So that was very exciting. Before I've attended all of those and to have that outsourced to someone else was wonderful. Uh, another challenge for the year, I have done tax liens and I've talked about tax liens for a very, very long time. Uh, this last year, we foreclosed on a whole bunch of properties through tax lien foreclosures, made a lot of money off of properties we sold. And unfortunately, there was a Supreme Court case that actually started right here in Minnesota that revolved around a tax deed auction. And what happened is essentially a person's condo was foreclosed on by the county. The county, let's say that the back owed property taxes were $10,000. Well, the county goes and sells it for $200,000. And the county pockets the whole enchilada. Homeowner says, hey, I should have gotten 190000 out of those 200 proceeds because it was only back taxes owed to you guys of 10000 bucks." And so this court case goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court rules that the person was right and essentially that their property, they should have had equity in the sale when it was sold for more than the property taxes. And so this has had reverberations across tax lien auctions as well as tax deed auctions where the state of Colorado, the attorney general basically put out a thought that people shouldn't have their properties foreclosed on except for extenuating circumstances. And so the counties are appealing that and that's put a kibosh on me investing in Colorado because there's a good chance if I go and invest in tax liens there that I might get nothing back. Whereas before, 
it was a completely secure investment. Meanwhile, in Arizona, they are also dealing with the ruling, but the state seems to be more favorable to those tax lien auctions and their attorney general hasn't put the kibosh on it. So it'll be interesting to see how that all turns out. I plan on still participating in Arizona tax liens, but it really has taken a hit to me on one of my acquisition methods and how I've, I've gone about that. You know, I feel like definitely these struggles, these frustrations, the, these, these challenges are all part of the process and that you have to go through that pain to get to the next level. But man, it was a lot harder than I thought. Uh, good news is I, I feel we're, we're setting up well for the next year. And this month in December, we're closing on a whole bunch of those medium-sized properties, about $200,000 worth of stuff that's probably worth five hundred grand. So I feel we're setting ourselves up well for uh, January, February, March, and I'm hoping we can continue that uh, volume and continue working towards these goals because I'm really hoping that this next year we can take the business from 2.2 million to 3 million, 3.2 million plus. And if we can do that, that should mean that our profits are another, let's say, 500, 600, 700,000 bucks. And that could lead to me hiring a CEO to replace me in that business. So that's, that's all very, very exciting. And uh, certainly, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about land and passionate about uh, what we do there, which leads me to financial planning. And because of in the financial planning world, it's, it's not an experiment for me, but I have uh, really decided that my time is so valuable, I am going to be moving up my minimum account uh, size to from in the past I've had it at 100,000, 200,000. I've been telling people lately it's 300,000. Well, I'm about to move that up to 500,000 because I realize I only have so much time and I don't want to get burned out. I want to enjoy um, the time that that I do have. And frankly, um, people that that have more more assets are take less time and uh, are wonderful, have some more complex problems that are fun and interesting to solve, as opposed to someone with a much, much lower net worth. And I realize that that may impact some people that might be interested in help. However, I do have another financial advisor that should be coming up in the world shortly. So we'll have more on that in the future uh, but I just want to thank you for being on this journey with me, listening to this podcast, and for hearing about how things are coming along, hearing about my struggles, my my thoughts. And there's so much more that I have to say, but we'll just have to wait for another time. And so, my friends, that wraps up another year, another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast. As always, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. 
Well, thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion. I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded from registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.davidenniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.